Boraway Army and fellow music fans, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany, and we're the hosts of Standing BTS from the Consequence Podcast Network. We're a bi-weekly show that covers the impact and legacy of K-pop group BTS. We mix the perfect blend of research and fangirl as we take a deep dive into lyrics during album reviews, theorize over music videos, and keep up with their current events. No BTS topic is off limits. We welcome everyone into the conversation, whether you're a casual fan, committed ARMY, or someone who's just curious about one of the biggest music groups in the world. Come chat with us every other Thursday with a new episode wherever podcasts are found. Welcome to the first episode of Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends talk about Taylor Swift. We're your hosts. I'm Cressy. And I'm Allie. And today's episode is about Taylor's friendship with Carly Kloss, titled The Glory Days. So Carly Kloss is a famous supermodel. She was a Victoria's Secret angel back when that was a thing. She has been in the business for a while, and she's definitely very well established in the fashion world. She was one of the spokesmodels for Express and L'Oreal. You've definitely seen her, even if you don't recognize her name. So Carly and Taylor, for those of you who don't know, were inseparable, absolutely best, best friends, Carly had a room in Taylor's house. They shared a Vogue cover together. They were photographed doing everything from going out to eat, to going to the gym, to shopping. I'm telling you, they were honestly, they were pretty adorable best friends back in the day. They were it. But fast forward, honestly, around the time that Taylor went into hiding, Mm -hmm. right before Reputation, Carly and Taylor no longer seen together, no longer having personal birthday posts, no more shopping dates, no more working out together. I don't even want to take away too much detail right now because it gets pretty juicy, but they were best friends now. Now they're not. They're not. So our story begins in 2012. For just a little context of what was going on at this time, Taylor was 22. This was her first Vogue cover. Red was to come out that year in October, and no singles had been released at this point. So we had not even a taste of Red. And she said that this album will be about an earth-shattering, absolute crash and burn heartbreak. So she was, she was really setting up Red to be an era, rightfully. At this point, she had dated Joe Jonas, Taylor Lautner, John Mayer, and Jake Gyllenhaal. So I think that sets the scene pretty well. And before we get into how Carly plays into this, I did want to read this quick quote that Taylor has. I think it's really funny. She gives a list of her red flags. And her fourth one says, direct quote, Also, I can't deal with someone who's obsessed with privacy. People kind of care if there are two famous people dating, but no one cares that much. If you care about privacy to the point where we need to dig a tunnel under this restaurant so that we can leave, I can't do that, end quote. This is coming from the girl who climbs into suitcases, (laughs) so she's not seen leaving her apartment. I just think this is, it really shows how young she was at this point. Yeah, it sounds like a very personal experience, too. It sounds like she was thinking about one person in particular who, like, couldn't deal with the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Carly plays into this because in the interview, 
Taylor spots a photo of Carly, uh, a modeling photo. Carly is in some designer dress and she says, I love Carly Kloss. I want to bake cookies with her. And Carly responds that very day, the same day that that article came out, Carly tweeted, hey, at Taylor Swift, love the at Vogue magazine cover. You were kitchen or mine? Question mark. Smiley face. End quote. And that was it for 2012. It was very <laughs> pure. They just wanted to bake cookies together and Taylor kind of initiated it. And we don't see anything else from Carly and Taylor from that January, February 2012 until 2013 in November. A while. These girls don't meet for two years. I guess the cookie date sesh just never happened. But they're two busy people. They're two busy people, you know. Taylor, release red, probably went on tour. Carly, mm-hmm. doing God knows what modeling. Supermodel stuff. Supermodel stuff. I can't even begin to understand what that would be, but I wish mm-hmm. I knew. It has been two years since Carly tweeted at Taylor after that fateful Vogue interview where she says she wants to bake cookies with Carly. What a specific ask, too. I think it was something about, like, Carly. I read somewhere that Carly would bring cookies to their, like, makeup artists oh, or something. Okay. And so I guess makeup artists are to tell Carly and Taylor, apparently, that, oh, you two are so much alike. Oh, you, sh- you two should really get together. You would really like each other. So apparently I think that that kind of played a role. So there was a lot mm-hmm. of hearsay, I guess, between people in the industry that, oh, my God. Carly and Taylor, they're so alike and they should be best Mm -hmm. friends. You guys should meet, yeah. Yeah. And that also totally goes along with Taylor's good girl persona at the time. Because this was before Red even came out and she was like, I want to bake cookies with her. Like, that goes with who she was at that time for sure. Go on. Absolutely. It's all about the context. We've really got to understand because the next thing that happens, I was confused by it. But basically, after this Victoria's Secret fashion show, they are tweeting or Instagramming, posting somewhere, best friends forever, or BFFs. Kloss Instagrams a photo where she says, we were both young when I first saw you. And then it's like, heart, my favorite Taylor song. It's just, it's very warm and fuzzy. You can obviously tell these two finally met. They were really infatuated with each other. They have a Polaroid later on where it says, VS Fashion Show 2013, best friends forever. So obviously, I would say that they hit it off would be an understatement to the point where I feel like they must have been texting for at least two years throughout this time. Or at least DMing. DMing. Commenting on posts, you know. Yeah. They were acquaintances at minimum. For sure. So later after the show, Carly is quoted saying, we met at the show. We never met before, but we're BFFs now. It's nice to meet another American girl. We're the same age and she's so inspiring. She's so talented and she's so true to who she is. She's a cool girl and I'm glad she's in the show this year. She rocked it. Warm and fuzzy, all the feels. Pure. Pure. Just only good things to say. So for a while, I kind of found it hard to believe that they met at the show, but apparently it's the truth. They just really hit it off. And let me tell you, it goes into a whirlwind, especially once we hit 2014. Cressy? All right. I'll take it over. So 2014 is where their friendship really hits the public eye, right after their first Victoria's Secret fashion show together. So we'll begin in March. They go on a road trip to Big Sur, California, and Carly posts two pictures on Instagram from this trip. 
She posts one where it's her writing in the sand. It's a big heart. And in the heart, it says Carly Hearts Taylor. And then the second one is a photo of her and Taylor in front of a seal. And side note, Taylor's eyeliner looks so good in this post. She looks incredible. Crazy for a road trip look. Like, who looks that good in a road trip? Then in April, they were spotted taking strolls and running errands in all over Soho. All over New York, really. And then in May, this is the first time they get ready for the Met Gala together. Now, the Met Gala later on in this episode, it's going to get messy. So, yes. <laughs> just remember the Met Gala 2014 as a simple time. Things were fine. Nothing hurt yet. Harley posts a picture of them getting ready together, and she captions it, pre-hashtag Met Gala glam party with at Taylor Swift. Then we get to July 2014. So Taylor has her infamous 4th of July party. From our understanding and from our research, this was her first, like, big one with a lot of other celebrities. This was definitely, to us, the party that coined her yearly 4th of July party. It had Lena Dunham, Jamie King. There were a lot of Instagrams from a lot of different celebrities. A lot of yes. a lot of posts from a lot of blue check marks. Mm-hmm. So they're also spotted that same month, running errands in Soho, having lunch in Tribeca. They're also seen dancing at an Ingrid Michaelson concert on stage. The song that's playing at the time is called Afterlife. And they're kind of dancing in a cute, dorky, fun way that you would dance with your friend at a concert. And we'll post a link yes. to this on our website. Yes, definitely not slow dancing. Definitely not like bachelor-esque. Like, no, just them no, it's not stage. like creepy, but they're just dancing around. They're having fun. It's, it's cute. It's, it's the really way that cute. you dance at, at concerts with your friends. And they're on stage. It's fun. There are other people on stage, too. It's a big group. I just remembered something I saw. I don't know if it was an interview or a tweet, but it was something like they invited Carly and Taylor to like an after party after that and Taylor responds we I mean Carly has an early morning for this runway show so like they weren't going anywhere with like without each other so I mean again just shows how close they were at this time (laughs) also wish I was them but that's for another day what a life this brings us to September 2014 so Taylor had a Rolling Stone cover this year and this This is a cover. All right. Just to paint a picture, if you haven't seen it before, she's in a white tank top, Levi's. She's at the beach and her hair's all wet. It's very sexy. It's a very, very sensual photo shoot. I would say even to this day, probably one of her sexiest shoots. Mm -hmm. I agree. She's like laying in the water with her body Mm -hmm. off the ground at one point. I mean, she looks good. But again, she's not like, she's not in lingerie. She's not even in a bikini. Like still tasteful. But Mm -hmm. it was definitely like, I'm sexy now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she rocked it. She was really, she was already famous, but she was really, really peaking at this point. So just for context, also I should say by peaking, I don't mean that this was her peak. We'll get there. I think her peak comes later. We'll, We'll get, we'll get into that later. I'm just saying things are good for her right now. Things are going well. A little bit of context. She's 24 at the time. She has her two cats, Olivia and Meredith. And 1989 is about to come out the very next month after this Rolling Stone cover. It comes out that October and it's her first pop album. And she spends a lot of time in this interview saying that she's super paranoid about being wiretapped. She's very crazy (laughs) about her privacy. She checks dressing rooms and bathrooms for cameras before she uses them. She only plays Mm. 1989 through her iPhone and headphones because she is so afraid that 
she's somehow wired. And this is yeah. so different from that very first Vogue article that we talked about where she talks about how she can never be with someone who cares that much about privacy. So things yeah. have definitely changed for her at this time. Definitely shows the impact of Red for her. Exactly. Red was that powerful. And even though 1989 is her first pop album, I would say Red was definitely a transitionary album. Mm-hmm. A stepping stone. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> In this interview, Taylor gives a tour of her home and she points to a guest room. And this is her apartment in New York. And the quote says, Swift leads the way into one of her four guest bedrooms. This is where Carly usually stays, she says, meaning supermodel Carly Kloss, one of her new BFFs, whom she met nine months ago at the Victoria's Secret fashion show. There's a basket of Kloss's favorite Whole Foods treats next to the bed and multiple photos of her on the walls, end quote. So this is less than a year after they met and Carly has her own bedroom. I mean, even the writer is pointing out nine months after they met. Nine months. What? There are photos <laughs> of Carly on the wall. And there, there are Whole food snacks there that are Carly's favorite. You know those are all organic <laughs> with a short yeah. shelf life. She was going there often. Don't even let me get into this, but Carly's cookies, non-dairy, non-gluten, like she has her own brand or makes them at least or something. I don't know. I watched a 30-minute compilation video by an account that was called Kaler Cookies last night. So if that tells you anything. We're anti-Kaler. Just for the record, but you'll realize that soon. So this brings us to October 1989 is released. Carly and Taylor are spotted at a Knicks game drinking beer. You might have seen these photos. They're pretty famous. Again, we'll have them mm-hmm. on our website. I mean, Taylor Swift drinking beer. That's just so uh, fun. I remember seeing that photo and people yeah. Taylor Swift drinking beer. Spotted at Knicks game, like on all the magazines. It was pretty big. I, I think that might have been one of the first times, if not the first, that she was with alcohol in a photo. I think so. And that's kind of scary. I can kind of, I can get why maybe she wouldn't drink in public before that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's kind of scary. She had a persona. Yeah. And even if you're just a little tipsy, you just don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. Your lipstick could be off. Her her perfect red lipstick? Boy, could that get messed up? She can't risk it. Red lipstick is pretty difficult. To, there is too much at To stake. keep straight. <laughs> too, the stakes are too high while she's in this red <laughs> lipstick era. For that reason alone, let's let's forget the persona, just the lipstick. <laughs> okay, so okay. we're in we're in December 2015 now, and Taylor turns 25 this month. This month, uh, things get kind of gossipy here. Mm-hmm. Taylor and Carly go to a the 1975 concert, Ooh. and a fan tweets a photo of them just to give you an image of it. It looks like the fan took it from floor seats. And Taylor and Carly are on balcony seats. It kind of mm-hmm. looks like a VIP area. It's like kind of roped off. It's like a, it's elevated above the floor seats. And in the photo, it's two photos. The first one you can see, this is definitely Taylor and Carly. It shows both of their faces. And then in the second one, the faces are very close. And it looks like they're kissing. And the caption of the tweet says... I'm not going to quote it exactly because I don't want to give this person a lot of credit because I think this caused a lot of struggle for Taylor and Carly. But it essentially said, oh, my God, look, Taylor and Carly are kissing. Yeah. Uh, It it has been debunked. There were literally magazine titles, like, you know, probably all the sketchy ones that lie about Mm -hmm. things. And all just because of this one tweet from this random account. Not even – it had – 
as of today, it has just a few hundred followers. Like, it's not a reliable source, you know? Yeah. It's, it's Stan Twitter. I think they saw a moment, and they were caught in it, and they were uh, like, yeah. I should tweet this. This when, when else are you going to be in the same room as Taylor Swift and Carly Claus, and you happen to get a photo yeah. of them that looks like they're kissing? Yeah. And that person may have believed it, you know? So let's let's move past it. That definitely that caused some strain, not in their friendship necessarily, but just in general with Taylor and the media. Yeah, definitely doesn't help. No. And then Taylor had her twenty fifth birthday that thirteenth of that month. Beyonce and Jay Z were there. This is a pretty famous birthday party of hers. You might have seen the photos. A lot of famous yes. people were there. Um, and also just for context, allegedly <laughs> Selena Gomez was there and cried about Justin Bieber. Way to ruin a party, Selena. I know, but every party needs a little bit of drama. <laughs> I would be so mad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, just we can't get into Selena. Read and Dustin, the room, but... Selena. Ooh. Beyonce is here. Beyonce, yeah. you're gonna act up in front of Beyonce. Ooh. Justin Bieber. You think Beyonce gives a shit about Justin Bieber? <laughs> After her birthday party, Swift tweeted, "As my 25th birthday present from the media, I'd like." For you to stop accusing all of my friends of dating me. Hashtag thirsty. So this this might have been the only time Taylor has recognized the rumors of she and Carly together. Yeah. And at the end of this year, they have their Victoria's Secret fashion show, the second one. So it's their second mm-hmm. show together. And... This is the one where Taylor is wearing the pink robe and her hair is short. And she looks incredible. And now we're in 2015. I do want to add that at this Victoria's Secret fashion show, her and Carly literally walked together. I don't know if it's the finale. haven't watched it Oh, they're holding hands too. They're holding hands. They're holding hands and they're walking in front of all the other angels. The angels are like lined up at the back of the stage and Taylor and Carly are just like strutting their stuff like holding hands. Imagine feeling so inferior like as a Victoria's Secret angel you know like yeah probably the peak of their career and then just watching it and I can I don't know I can put myself in their shoes and just feel inferior of one of the angels walking hand in hand with the the pop star yeah and that just kind of really makes me think about the notoriety Carly got from being friends with Taylor which could be a good thing and a bad thing. We'll talk about a little bit later. Carly's always asked about being friends with Taylor in interviews, which could definitely be annoying. Mm-hmm. But also, I think she has acknowledged, at least to some degree, that part of her success has come from being mm-hmm. friends with Taylor. And I'm sure it definitely mm-hmm. made Carly Kloss a better known name. And I think that's a good segue to talking about their Vogue cover together. Ooh, let's fast forward to the March cover of Vogue in 2015. Now, Carly and Taylor share the cover of Vogue. And on the cover, it says, unstoppable, inseparable, adorable. Honestly, I feel like that pretty much says it all. Best friend goals, a Vogue cover. And the cutest caption ever, unstoppable, inseparable, adorable. Now, let me tell you, this video by Vogue, it's literally titled, Who's the Best Best Friend? They make Taylor and Carly do these best friend challenges with each other. It's really cute. 
it's really cute and really sad to watch now knowing what's gonna happen. So in the who's the best best friend video, they're like literally set to challenges. They have to name what emoji encompasses the other person. So Taylor tells Carly that she's the sunshine emoji, the sunshine with the face. Just to like, just to clarify. Just to clarify. Yeah, and then Carly tells Taylor that she's the princess emoji because she's blonde and has a crown. And blue eyes. And blue eyes. It's just so wholesome. It's honestly really sweet. It's... It makes me sad, though, to watch it because they're so in sync. Yeah. And they are, they are best friends in that moment. A hundred percent. You cannot fake that, and it's so sad to look at this. And to know what Taylor is about to go through. And to know that Carly wasn't there for her. Oh, I literally just got chills. I'm not even joking. Let's, let, let's keep going. Let's we keep gotta going. keep going. We're gonna, we're gonna start crying pretty we'll soon if we get to it. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, they're so in sync. It's literally like sugar plums and fairies. I'm not exaggerating. This is the cutest video I've ever seen. We get into the interview and honestly... We both decided if we were Carly, we'd be a little pissed because you would think... Yikes. Yeah, yikes. You would think that the whole article would be about Carly and Taylor and how sweet and wholesome and best friends and like just so happy. The whole interview is pretty much about Taylor. And I think it almost makes it worse that they like bring up her and Carly's friendship, but then they literally talk about Taylor's other famous friends too. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's a squad. Yeah. It's like almost like they're using Carly as a segue into talking about the squad. And I'm not exaggerating. I think Carly peeps in two, maybe three times throughout the whole interview. It's, it's about Taylor. It's Taylor. We'll link the article <laughs> on our website so you can read it. But if you don't want to read it, we promise you, it, it looks like an interview with Taylor Swift. Carly who? Carly who? I would be so annoyed. I mean, and just think about, you know, this isn't the only interview Carly has where it's all about Taylor. I mean, that's got to wear on you. Uh, We should also say that's not Taylor's fault. That's the writer's fault. Well, not even the writer's fault. The writer is writing what the people want. Yeah. And this, it it sucks, but that's just how it is. It's just how it is. I mean, Taylor's one of the biggest stars of our lifetime. 1989 just came out. And that just says enough. Another part of this interview that's mostly about Taylor that we found super fascinating is that it talks about how if Taylor wears heels, Carly wears flats. So that just shows how in sync their friendship is and how aware they were of the public eye on them that they want to be the same height in photos. And if you look up their paparazzi pictures, it's it's true. If Taylor's wearing heels, Carly isn't legit flip-flops or sandals not something a model normally wears out they are the same height in most of their paparazzi pictures and it's so interesting to see that they did that on purpose so carly is six foot and taylor is five ten, and i think this really hits home for us too we're both really tall girls we're aware of our shoes yeah we are aware of our shoes if i were anything that's higher than two inches probably even if i were two inches itself I know what my height is. So it's just, it's really cute. And because probably their entire lives like we were, they've avoided wearing certain shoes because in pictures, you look taller than all of your friends. And as two tall women, they probably grew up with that experience and they they knew we need to make sure we're the same height in pictures. 
Which is cute. I like how in sync they are. And I think people, other celebrity friends, they would say like how Carly and Taylor, they were just both these like blonde, very similar looking tall women. Mm -hmm. Also them appearing together really made a statement. They turned heads. Yeah. Two tall women just like walking into a place. Yeah. You don't see it. You don't see it happen often. And they're blonde. They look similar-ish. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. They even talk about how they dressed in similar ways. Yes. So. Even without trying, they dressed alike. Yeah. I think I read some article where it was like, Carly showed up to Taylor's apartment. It was in like a black crop shirt and a skirt. And Taylor was wearing literally the same thing with like probably, they were both probably wearing like Mm -hmm. booties. And they're like, we can't walk out here. We're yeah. gonna be so obnoxious. Yeah, I think she said, I, I think it was Taylor. She said, oh my God, we're so annoying. Like, we have to change. Yeah. Like, something like that. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah, it's really Pure cute. friendship. Pure friendship. And also, in February 2015, I just have to note that there is a picture of Taylor, Carly, and Kim Kardashian from the Brit Awards. So, I mean, it just kind of shows this moment. Nothing had happened yet. Very, very pure Kim Mm -hmm. K and Taylor, they're friends. Kim K's favorite Taylor song's Love Story or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's Love Story. (laughs) Yeah, I love Love Story. It's like, it's what they I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. I wish that could be our intro to our podcast. (laughs) We would get sued so fast. We really would. By Kim herself. No, Chris. Okay, anyways. May 2015, a few months later, Bad Blood music video comes out with the whole squad including Carly. Carly and Taylor are the boxers in the video. They're in the ring together and they're fighting, but there's also a hundred, not a hundred, but a lot of other Taylor friends in this video, including Selena Gomez and Gigi Hadid. Really, Mm -hmm. the squad is just in their glory days Mm -hmm. in 2015. Mm -hmm. And we should also mention just a little context of the Bad Blood music video, since this is going to come up again later. Taylor has never publicly said this, but Katy Perry has. And I I think Katy Perry, just by acknowledging it, kind of makes it true, you know? But allegedly, Bad Blood is about Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, Katy bought out a bunch of dancers from Taylor's Red Tour. And Taylor talks about, I thought we were friends, blah, blah, blah. You hired all these people out from under me. I'm going to write this song. And the media picked up on that. It became Mm -hmm. pretty clear that this is probably about Katy Perry. And then the squad music video, it it kind of, it was kind of mean girl. Yeah. It was kind of like, look at my hot friends. And I, I love Taylor and I will defend her until I die. But this music video kind of rubbed me the wrong way. She kind of seemed like the mean girl. Like, look at me and my 11 model friends. We all don't like you, Katy Perry. They're all on my side. I think it would have been a good music video if it didn't have the entire squad, but I, it, yeah. Even if it didn't mean to be a statement, it, it felt like a statement. Mm-hmm. And that rubbed me in the wrong way. But I do, I don't think it was that intentional. Especially, I, again, with like Taylor and her feelings about growing up and not having very many friends in high mm-hmm. school, she might not have thought of it that way. Exactly. And then maybe never thought about the repercussions of having all of her friends in the video and then everyone being like, oh, this is about Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. Maybe she didn't know that it would be such public knowledge at that point. Mm -hmm. And then it did. Exactly. But then Katy Perry in the carpool karaoke interview. We'll get to that. Yeah, that's going to be a different episode. That's coming up. That's coming up. 
So, in June 2015, from the Hyde Park concert of the 1989 tour, Carly says that this is her first time ever seeing Taylor perform. So, again, this is the 1989 era. Things are about to get real, real quick. But until then, I mean, at this time, Taylor's bringing out her model friends on stage. There's all these photos. Yeah, she had a surprise guest every concert at 1989. Who was your surprise guest? I forgot. I don't want to talk about it. It was Tovlo. Oh, no. My surprise guest was Tovlo. They sang Talking Body together. It was at Atlanta and the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Wow. Great stadium if none of you have been there, but most of you are probably Atlanta listeners, at least for our first episode. So, All of all 12 of our friends. All 12 of our friends. Thanks and for listening. And that includes our family members. Our family members are our friends, too. I mean, come on. We obviously have plenty of fa- friends. We have a Taylor Swift podcast. I love how you said fans. We have plenty of fans. <laughs> I mean, I already have a name for our fans, but Cressy won't let me say it until our fourth it's or fifth episode. Soon. You're going to jinx soon. this. Keep going. Keep going, Allie. <laughs> Keep on Anyways, moving. So in July 2015, they're at the MetLife Stadium. And during this, there's a video of Taylor giving a speech. And she's talking about how she moved to New York. Obviously, Welcome to New York is one of her song it's how she opened 1989 tour Mm -hmm. but i think she was in a different outfit at that point but anyway sometime during their tour she does this speech and she talks about how basically moving to new york changed her life and she says and that doesn't have to do with geography it has to do with the people i met and she says during the speech so if that's you pat yourself on the back i love you so much let me just say carly was at that show so Mm-hmm. I mean, she just gave a speech at her 1989 tour, arguably one of her best tours, probably the best tour, and said that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's a lot. And then August 2015, they go to the VMAs together. They have all their other friends. Squad's it's, there. The whole squad's there. Taylor is wearing her houndstooth two-piece getup. She has the very intense eyeliner. It's just an iconic moment, and the whole squad's there. There's a video of Taylor, like, running to go up and hug Carly. Taylor's living her best life. Nothing bad's happened yet. That's about to change. Cressy, take it away. All right, I hope you're sitting down, listeners, because <laughs> we're in February 2016, and we're not going to get too deep into this because our next episode is going to break this down month by month of this entire decade situation. Great plug. <laughs> but just for quick context... Kanye released his album, Life of Pablo, and his song, Famous, was on it. Taylor has a spokesperson that speaks out and says there's a lyric about her that Taylor did not approve. And the line in the song is, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. And if you watch Mm. concert videos of Kanye, he doesn't, it's, it's, it's awful. It's kind of gross because he says, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? And then he points the mic at the crowd and the crowd says, I made that bitch famous like 10 times, like ten, like 10 at minimum 10 times. And it's, it's gross. And there's a video. I don't know if it was later or at this point, probably later after the whole feud, but like where they literally shout fuck Taylor Swift, like over and over. That's just disgusting. Like that's just mm-hmm. so distasteful but anyways Mm -hmm. carry on yeah we'll get into that but this is important context 
So this mm-hmm. is February of 2016. So in March, that spring, Carly and Taylor, they're still spotted together occasionally. They're going to the gym, they're running errands. Nothing major, nothing too notable. And then we get to May at the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. This was the Bleachella Met Gala. Um, Bleachella, for those of you who don't know, is when Taylor cut her hair very, very short and bleached <laughs> it. She was on the cover of Vogue with this look, and fans call it Bleachella. It, it was very jarring. She had black lipstick, her bl- like white blonde hair, like, like chin length, and she had this... It was almost snake pattern, too, which is crazy. Totally like predicted the reputation look and I love that but it was a look I love Bleachella I will defend Bleachella until I die I love the look we'll post photos on our website so you can see if you don't know but at the Met Gala while she was Bleachella Carly allegedly took photos of Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift dancing and apparently she shared them and for those of you who don't know Taylor briefly and when I say briefly, I mean for a singular second or two, maybe like a month. <laughs> Taylor briefly dated Tom Hiddleston after she broke up with Calvin Harris. It was a whirlwind, though. They went to like Italy. They went to. Mm-hmm. He wore. It was very jeans. public. Yeah. She, yeah. And this is also the same night that Taylor met Joe Alwyn, her current boyfriend. But we'll get into that later. We love you, Joe. Yes. Kind of sketchy that Carly took this photo of Taylor and Tom because it, it totally, it went to the tabloids. It And made it public. Yeah, why would it be public? It would not have gone as public as it did. I mean, it totally, obviously Taylor and Tom were totally playing up their relationship and they weren't hiding it at all. But I think this really, this really set the scene and maybe didn't start Taylor and Joe in the best way. But I mean, they're together now. So who who are we to say? But I do think it's super important to say that it was Carly who took those photos of them dancing. I just think the weirdest part, because it looks like a Snapchat video you would take of any friend, like I might take of you at it's the bar. It's very grainy. It's a very grainy, blurry photo, just so people know. It's yeah. it's definitely like a friend photo. But being best friends with Taylor Swift, you you wouldn't take a grainy photo like that and put it anywhere unless... I don't even know. There was ill intentions, maybe? Yeah. Or, I don't let's, know. let's not even say it's ill intentions. It's just, it wasn't a good move. No. If that, if this is what happened, and that is yeah. what we believe happened. Yeah. So, things, things aren't going great. This is not a good year for Taylor. No. When did Taylor and Calvin break up? Do you remember? Oh. It was around this time. Because Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift started dating really quickly after... Calvin and Taylor. Yeah. I mean, of course, we don't really know exactly when Taylor and Calvin broke mm-hmm. up, probably, so maybe it wasn't as quickly as the public saw, yes. but it was not that long ago at this point that Taylor and yes. Calvin were over. And not to make this about Taylor, just really quick, <laughs> quick timeline, 2016, yeah. not great, starts with the Kanye thing. She and her longtime boyfriend Calvin break up. She has a rebound, and her best friend publicizes it. Mm-hmm. Things aren't Things aren't great. And people really ridiculed her Bleachella look. So, again, yes, it, pretty rough year. Even though we love it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I just remembered. Sorry, listeners, to take you on this roller coaster. <laughs> Taylor and Calvin were totally dating during Bleachella. Oh. Because there's a picture of Taylor at Coachella. That's why it's called Bleachella, because she was at Coachella oh. with the hair. And she was dancing to... 
This is what you came for, which she wow. wrote with Calvin Harris. Oh my God. Wow. So there's a lot of overlapping in the relationships here. So we'll have the full timeline and our website. We'll have the pictures. But yeah, things things are messy right now. Things are very yeah. messy. The media is not on Taylor's side right now. Oof. Especially because of what's about to happen. Because we are we're in July. Oh, oh boy. gosh. Woo. Here we go. July 2016. So another 4th of July party. This is the party where Tom has the I Heart TS shirt on. Carly is there. They have a picture of them at the top of this uh, water slide together. I think it might be the last one. I think it was because then she went into hiding. This is the last one. And then the same month, Kim Kardashian releases a Snapchat video. And again, we're not going to dig too deep on this next episode, but this is important. (laughs) She releases a Snapchat video that makes it look like Taylor agreed to have that Kanye West lyric in his song. It's edited. We'll talk about it later. It was a lie. But Kim posted it. Taylor posted the infamous, I would like to be excluded from this narrative. Wow. Yes. So a few weeks after this happened, after the infamous Snapchat, Carly was asked if Kim was a good person in an interview. They asked her if she thought she was. And direct quote, Carly replied, Ha, you know, I honestly, I, I, she stuttered. I think she's been a lovely person to me in the past. Look, I really don't know her that well, end quote. Yikes. Yikes. I think it's kind of unfair that the interviewer even asked her this question, to be honest, to be a little bit for devil's sure, advocate. For sure. They know that they were digging for, like, a headline there. You know, mm-hmm. like, Taylor Swift's best friend doesn't like Kim K. But Carly had been famous for a while at this point. She knows how the media works. I'm assuming she knows to say no comment. You would think. Instead, she decided to stay on Kim's good side and say, yes. I don't know her that well. So I, I, I don't know. And this is not a good hill for Carly to die on because she never really corrected this or backed up on this. I mean, she does tweet after this article came out, I will not allow the media to misconstrue my words. Taylor has had my back and I always have hers. Does she though? Because she totally didn't. No. And I understand it's an article. Things can be taken out of context, but she says Kim Kardashian is a lovely person and that she doesn't know her that well. It's, it's not a good look. Just be like, next question, please. So even if you want to say that this was taken out of context, she still said that Kim Kardashian was a lovely person to her and that she doesn't know her that well. And that's, that's not something that you say about a person that tried to take down your best friend, like best friend, someone you yeah. had a Vogue cover with. And yeah. this other celebrity, not even sneakily, very very right outedly publicly straight up trying mm-hmm. to take down Taylor. This is not th- this is not playing games. This is very crystal clear. She yeah. wants to make her husband look like the good guy in the situation. And that's not how you treat a best friend. Just say no comment if you don't want to say anything, but I I just can I can imagine Taylor seeing that and just being hurt because if you remember of this time in 2016, no one was sticking up for her. Yeah. N- no one. Not, and not, even, not her even her alleged best, best friend. friend. Not even Car- No, No one was sticking up for her. No, The entire narrative of the media 
was about how she's a liar and she's fake and she's calculated and this was all a publicity stunt and Carly just added to that. And if you're Taylor's best friend, like, you would be livid. Your blood would be boiling at the fact that Kim Kardashian released this video to make Taylor look this That's way. That's false. That's yeah. edited incorrectly. Obviously, Carly knew that. And then, you know, I understand you. Don't, you she might have wanted to seem polite in the interview, but there would have been a classy way to say, like, I think it was wrong of her to release that video and that video was edited. Mm-hmm. Even just saying no comment because no one is sticking up for Taylor right now. And mm-hmm. Carly not doing it is, it's kind of the nail on the coffin of Taylor Swift's quote unquote reputation. Yeah. And it birthed an incredible album. And it made Taylor go into hiding for a, a year. A year. A year. Yeah. Like, that was messed up, Carly. Carly. That's not cool. I, if she was your best friend, why would you not stick up for her publicly? Like, why would you care that much about your career that you would watch your best friend crump fall so hard and go into such hiding because she thought the world wanted her dead for something mm-hmm. that wasn't even true? And if mm-hmm. you're someone's friend, then you, then you know that. Yeah. I, I just really, this is, this is where things take a turn. And again, this is, this is after the Met Gala when she took that picture of she and Tom and things mm. just the media is against her and Carly is kind of fueling it even if it's indirectly in October this is one of their very last public sightings so they're leaving a restaurant called the Bowery Ballroom and they're with Serena Williams and Dakota Johnson in November Carly and Taylor go to Lord's birthday party in December, Carly posts a picture for Taylor's birthday. She calls her her ride or die. Carly basically says happy birthday in a sweet way. And that ends 2016. And I think 2016 is a great place for us to wrap up the glory days. You can find part two, The Demise, in our feed right now. It's already uploaded. In part two, you'll learn how we think Carly fits into Taylor's music video, Look What You Made Me Do, why Carly needs a better publicist because she is not handling Mm. questions about Taylor well, and how Scooter Braun fits into all of this, the guy who bought Taylor's masters without her knowing. This is where things truly start to get messy and where we see their highly public best friendship end. And you'll hear our very first segment ever too, called Gamer Girls, at the end. Yes, I can't wait. You can find all the media for this episode on our website, gfaweekend.com. That's the letters gfaweekend.com in a post dedicated to part one of this episode. There will be a separate post for part two. For every episode we have, we'll have a post on our website dedicated to it and to cite any sources used. And speaking of sources cited, I have one quick fact check on myself. In this episode, I call the Snapchat Carly took of Taylor and Tom dancing at the Met Gala a picture. And it was not a picture. It was a video. I totally misspoke and want to correct that. And we've got a link to that video on our website. At our website, you'll also be able to learn a little bit more about us, and also you'll be able to find a contact us form if you have any episode suggestions. We'd love to hear them. And we'd also love it if you subscribe to us. That way you'll be the first to hear our very next breakdown on Kanye West, and it's going to be a big one. Ooh, yes. Until next time. I'm Cressy. And I'm Allie. And thanks for listening to Good For A Weekend. G-Fa out. (laughs) 